Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of two pros and a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. It is a huge day here on the show, guys. Huge day. Yes, wow. it is. Fox Sports Radio. It is. Fox Sports Radio Uh-oh. is now joined by Birdo because Birdo is back. Oh, Birdo is back in the building. How back. about it? Yeah. Birds home back. The band is back together, huh? It's been man. a while, man. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, uh, last time. been a week. Last time Berto was here, <laughs> uh, Deshaun Watson wasn't suspended at all. And yet here we are. Uh, we've got a six game suspension. So uh, you missed out on so much, Berto. <laughs> I thought Berto was Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said he was Tijuana Deshaun uh, Watson. Oh, you know? <laughs> no. Racist. What? Is that the quickest one? Jeez. No. I think. So, uh, yeah, the uh, Tijuana Watson. That's uh, you are a class act. Kind of funny. Class act. Uh, so, uh, so Berto's back. Uh, we're obviously happy to have him, uh, and uh, and of course the uh, Deshaun Watson saga uh, continues on here. Uh, so uh, now that we have had about twenty four hours to digest uh, the decision that came down yesterday in the final hour of the program, we were on the air. The six game suspension. Do you guys believe that? The NFL, who has said they are looking into possibly appealing this, and they've got three days to do it now, uh, ab- about two days left. Do you think the NFL appeals this, or we just roll with six games moving forward? I, I think the public outcry has almost led me to think now. Yesterday, I didn't think either side would. At least that's what you know. Reportedly, we knew the NFL PA and Deshaun Watson's camp wasn't going to, and we and I thought we had heard from the NFL saying something similar maybe a week or two ago when the decision was kind of wrapped up, but Sue L. Robinson was really taking her time. And I think almost asking the NFL NFLPA 
and Deshaun Watson's crew to, to come to some sort of settlement before she she gave her, her verdict, if you will. So I I kind of thought that, like, ah, no, maybe they'll, they'll both just kind of deal with this new process of deciding the punishment. But there has been a lot of public outcry. And this was not a news dump on a Friday where it goes over the weekend and it goes in the next week and people sometimes tend to move on. This happened on a Monday morning before 9 a.m. We actually got to you know be a part of that a little bit and breaking the news. And it's going to continue to snowball and build, I think, as the week goes on. And, and, and so given that, I almost, I almost think it's, it'd be impossible for the NFL to not appeal something and say, okay, we reportedly wanted a full year. Let's try to settle somewhere in between where we say 10, 11, 12 games so it looks more punitive. Because at this point, everyone's kind of now lining up and going, this is a disgrace. And given the unprecedented nature of all of the allegations, all the women who are impacted by this, and, and, and we know they've settled, but still given the unprecedented nature of this, you can't compare it to things in the past. And that's the, probably the thing that stands out the most about this judgment by Sue L. Robinson is, is she was quoted saying she's bound by the standards of the fairness and consistency of the treatment among players similarly situated, which when you read that, you go, well, who's ever been in a similar situation? Right. Don't, don't compare it to Ben Roethlisberger. Don't compare it to Zeke Elliott. Because no one has had this many people as this been this predatory and has had this many issues. And so she's almost using the out of, well, this is what you've agreed to in the CBA. And I'm going to rule based on that because, you know, otherwise it's unfair to Deshaun Watson. I got to be honest with you. I don't care if it's unfair to Deshaun Watson. He put himself in this position and it's unprecedented. She should be able to go out on a limb and say, I think he should, he should be suspended 10 or 12 games or maybe the full season and not blink an eye and think that this is going to be you know, something that people are going to be like, no, that's too harsh. I mean, it is, it's bizarre the fact that with, with six games now looking at it and, and the public outcry, at least what I've heard and read from it and being around a bunch of people listening to the, kind of their response to it, it would be interesting to see if the NFL doesn't decide to appeal this. I think it's complex. I think it's complex based off of, of what what you just stated, Q. I think it's complex because this is a corporation that held an internal hearing to decide what the punishment was going to be. She gave her she gave her reasoning and it's interesting because going into it the NFL did say that they weren't going to to appeal or, or challenge her decision. It, it almost appeared to me that was why she was chosen to take the case. She, they, they felt like they chose the most credible, here we go, here we go, independent arbitrator to do this. So now the, the, the burden of, of, of giving a, a punishment, a recommendation, was placed on not only this arbitrator, but a woman arbitrator. So when everything shook shook out and 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 the the you know the conclusion came down, 
I just I, I think people can be as upset as they want to be. But I think the reality that exists here is, is that whether they want to be upset, whether it sets a horrible precedence, which it does, um, whether whether it's one of those things that you look at and you say to yourself, this is what a person can get away with and actually be rewarded with. I mean, the example that that's sending to other players, the example that it's sending to college players or high school players, it's like basically you can get away because there's probably – I mean, you, you got to believe that there's some can't-get-rights out there that, that saw this and believe that they now too can get away with, with handling things the way that, that Deshaun Watson handled things. And maybe not in the the massage area, but in other areas, I think it's very dangerous in a real way what what this decision represents because of of basically he's been he's been rewarded. He gets a six game vacation on a new team with a guaranteed contract, gets to go through tra- uh, training camp in preseason, and 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 learn watch and learn like that that he gets it's it's like the most ideal situation for a new player going into a new situation i, I just you know but for what it's worth but for what it's worth she she went through the process and she did not rush she did not rush like she took a while and and I, I agree. I think she did say or or put out there that these these cases needed to be settled um, and and handled and put to bed. And I think that's why they moved so quickly to do it. And I don't know that the NFL can can undo what people are feeling. Like if they come back and say, "All right, it's going to be ten games," I don't think it. it the damage is done. The damage is done, and they might as well. If if it's if it's me, and I'm sitting in those meetings, I I say, listen, we told you we put the case into this arbitrator's hands. The arbitration process has played out. You know what? People were upset when O.J. Simpson was was declared innocent. You know, there was outcry on that. What what precedence does that set? What like how horrible is well, this? He was, that he was convicted in a civil court of law. Yeah, the civil civil. No, but, that was but, the next you know, kind of. Step, but the big, but, yeah. but the big, the big boy. You know, the the criminal case. Criminal. He, he was found. You know, the glove didn't fit, and they acquitted. So <laughs> you know, I, I just I just think that there's <laughs> I don't always know that we should prepare OJ to Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I, I mean, why not? Why not? Because the bo- the bottom line murdered someone, and then one. Didn't, well, but, one allegedly you know. murdered someone. He and and this, we're also not talking about a criminal court of law. This doesn't have anything to do with the and, court of law. And, but, but that's that's my point. But my point is is that that the public is always going to be upset. There's no, always going not, to be because public. if 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 they had said ten to twelve games or a season, they still it still be no, no, no. yes. There would not yeah. be an outcry. Yes, there would. I mean, it's, no. it's it's. I mean, the, we could argue it, but we'll never know. And we'll never know unless it, well, it happens. We will if the NFL appeals it, because it actually then goes to an arbitrator that is Roger Goodell. See, that's where the arbitration. But then that's that's that's. I think that's messier. I think it becomes it, messier if, no, if Roger Goodell, if Roger Goodell 
unseats what the arbitrator that was brought in does or has done, I think it makes it messier. I think I think it undoes them more. I think the NFL is in a spot to where they have to appeal because, and I think the Browns help them get to this spot because. And you mentioned not only was he suspended six games, but also rewarded. I mean, one of the big talking points for a lot of people is, wait, so he's going to get forty-five million dollars still this year? So yeah. he's getting ninety-nine percent of his salary. Like, so I think the Browns and the way they structured this has put the NFL in a spot to where the NFL has to appeal it, if anything, just to give the appearance that, hey, we're with you on this. We think this is ridiculous. Let us at least uh, you know, uh, show a little bit of something here. The just to, NFL from a PR chose standpoint. the arbitrator. So, the NFL hold on, hold on, pays on. the arbitrator. Let's, let, let's, let's get a few things right. Sue L. Robinson's not the arbitrator in this case. She's what the NFL considers a disciplinary officer. Now, once they would appeal – then it would go to an arbitrator that happens to be Roger Goodell in that instance. So that's the actual structure of the decision-making process. Sue L. Robinson is now who the NFL and NFLPA have anointed in this new process to be the disciplinary officer. So when these issues come up, that's who they go to. She's not really an arbitrator. It, it would be who Roger Goodell would kind of fulfill that role in an appeals process of this sort of decision, just to make it like clean as far as how it, how it works. Can I ask this? Can I ask this? If this is the clean way of doing it, then why didn't Roger Goodell just do it in the first place? I mean, am I? Am he I has in the past, right? Am I in the wrong for thinking for something as big as this? Just get in there and say, you did it. Whether you didn't do it or you did do it in, in the court of law, I don't care. You did it. We're going to sit you down for a year. Why not just do it? Why, well, how do we got to go through all of this? Because this, to me now, if that's the case, if, if, what, if what you're saying right now, Q, that's shenanigans to me. To me, that's I, shenanigans. Get I, in there I, and say, I, I we're think, giving you a year of suspension. Yeah, I think what the NFL wanted to do was create a process with the NFLPA where they take a step back. Because if you'll recall, when Roger Goodell first – took over as commissioner of the, the NFL. Judge, jury, you know, all that well, stuff. the 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 ability to impact players with whatever however their off the field actions with whatever it was under the player conduct policy had always existed within the CBA, but it had never been enforced the way Roger Goodell enforced it. And and so he came out as the judge, jury executioner and all that. We, we you know that was that happened for a long time. The problem became is I think the NFL realized like wait a second we're taking on you know, something that's probably bigger than we ultimately wanted to because it's complicated, right? As you kind of pointed out, like, you know, there's the civil court, there's the criminal court. There's times when you're trying to wait for all these things to sort themselves out before you issue a punishment to a player based on their conduct within the CBA. And that's complicated. So they, they kind of said, hey, well, let's anoint someone who's a third party and that both sides can agree upon saying – we believe this could be the new NFL disciplinarian officer. She's not someone that's necessarily within the structure of the NFL. She is, you know, a former U.S. district judge that we both feel comfortable with in determining the punishment for these sorts of things. And look, and if we, and, and if we don't like it, each side has the opportunity to appeal. But our trump card is that appeal ultimately comes back to Roger Goodell because you know, it, and that's something that came in the last CBA in the 2020. Uh, CBA, it's one of those things they snuck in there. So it's always been their trump cards. And look, that's been the NFL. They're they're always going to operate from a position of power when they can. 
But in this instance, you know, I think it allows them the opportunity to do what you're saying, where if they don't like what she came up with, they could basically say, well, we're going to appeal this for X, Y, and Z, and this is the punishment now that we believe Deshaun Watson should get. It's almost like they can test out due to the public outcry and how things look and then look like the good guys in yep. the end. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't know how they look like the good guys when they deem it. Like, this is what they've allowed to take place. You deem it. Like, this is it. This is your process. So why not just – this is a big deal. Everybody knew this was a big deal coming into it. That's why we've talked I, I, about it I, I ad be, nauseum. It's a big I'm, deal. I'm more shocked by – I'm just going to say this. Sue L. Robinson being a woman and this being her verdict. And, like, reading the language that – there were some tea leaves that came out in the conclusion and of her, you know, 16 page of the decision. Some of that started to come out. Tom Pelissero, Pelissero you, know, had, you know, put some of that stuff out there. I'm more surprised by the language within that and how she came to that conclusion. The fairness of it. Well, like, and, what? And she, and by the way, <laughs> the way she worded some of her explanation as to how she came up with the suspension, it wasn't like she said, yeah, look, you know, he's, uh, we feel like you know, there's not enough there. She acknowledged, no, 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 there's an issue. That, that's why in, put in place for the remainder of his career, not allowed to go see anything other than a team, uh, than a, a massage therapist, uh, as as you know through the team like not like uh, some of the other stuff that she put in there to where the guy clearly had a, a little bit of an issue and she pointed that out to make sure hey this is not like nothing happened here she found that the nfl provided enough evidence in i think three of the cases or, or in a few of the cases where they provided enough evidence that there was something there that something happened and that also deshaun watson wasn't totally truthful with it hey jonas you want to know what's funny about that comment that that he has to go through the team seemingly some way somehow he was possibly connected to going through the team with with the texas that's why they had to settle with 30 different people yeah it's uh, that so it sounds asinine (laughs) well how do you enforce it i mean in all honesty if he goes home and he wants to have whoever call whoever instagram message whoever how does it stop any of it and you can sit there and say well you know, they're going to have the messages and all the stuff. It might not be from Deshaun Watson directly this time. I mean, like, it's that's what I think when I look at the punishment and how it really, what does it change? I mean, he got $15 million. He got $15 million two days ago. You know what it changes? It changes changes his his outlook. It changes his outlook on how he approaches doing. Because uh, let me tell you something. Maybe I've been blocked. I don't know. I could care less about if he blocked me or Doc. So I didn't check to to know. But it, it just says to me, if you get awarded that amount of money, that type of contract, after telling a team, I'm not going to play for you the year before, you sit out, you watch, and you get six games that you're going to sit out. No fines, no penalties, six games that you're going to sit out. That says to me, I, you know what? I have clarity on who I am as a person and how I want to do things. Yeah. And I can guarantee you, and that man's little mind of his, he's probably thinking he's done absolutely nothing wrong and has been given the green light to believe that that some way sickly is somehow true. He quit on his team. He is uh, a pervert. And he got rewarded $230 million guaranteed. Let's all live the American dream, people. Let's all live the American dream.
Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer. 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right. Uh, so you guys want to hear Thomas. about a genius, uh, an NFL genius? I mean, this sure. guy has figured it out. Okay. Uh, Jerry right. Jones uh, continues to roll out mediocre football teams who don't do anything in the postseason, yet they are by far and away the most valuable franchise in all of sports. Uh, they uh, are over the New York Yankees uh, and also significantly ahead of the L.A. Rams at two. Uh, their 2022 NFL valuation is $7.64 billion. For Jerry Jones, uh, the guy who owns a team who had one of the most confusing final play call sequences of a playoff game in recent NFL well, history. He didn't call the play. Yeah, but it's his team. I mean, come on, you know. Like, uh, hey, you know. Although, if so, so what's second? Is it like Manchester United? It's the um, Knicks, isn't it? No, I think second is uh, the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. At oh, seven that's billion. right. That's why the yeah. Yankees. The Yankees. Yeah. Okay. Imagine having a debacle in the playoffs, and I can't think of recent history if the Yankees have, but to the magnitude of what the Dallas Cowboys had last year. Like, I, I think we tend to forget. Like, I was astonished. I really was like, I was astonished by how their season ended last year. Not because I thought they were going to be a Super Bowl winning team, but just the manner in which it did in a professional football game and knowing how many times you practice that exact scenario and then what they were trying to pull off and then how they were justifying it after the fact, like, no, that was just not smart. Like you literally tried to get yourself a little bit closer to take a shot, but you, you missed out on the opportunity of even having a shot at the end of the game. It, it just, it, it, I, I'm surprised it didn't get more, I, I guess more wear, more, more talk. I mean, it did for like a period of time. I think it's what a lot of people felt like why Dan Quinn might've been, you know, a, a potential candidate to take over for Mike McCarthy. But if it if it would have happened with the Yankees, if it would have happened with Manchester United, like some of these other very valued franchises, it would have went nonstop this offseason. But the Cowboys fan base, to me, I, I think they're so loyal. When you think about the fact that they have not had that much success in the past, what, 30 years almost? Yeah. They have been so loyal. It's ridiculous. But, like, they're a part of it. Like, they're a part of the reason why the Cowboys are so valued because they can go through one of the worst losses, one of the most boneheaded, awful ways to lose a game in the playoffs, and yet they can still be the most valued franchise because their fan base has their back no matter what. By almost, it's amazing. By almost $2 billion over the Rams who just won the Super Bowl. Wow. So, yeah, it's okay, man. Uh, Jerry Jones has figured this out. By the way, the Bengals are dead last. Uh, just total disrespect. Uh, $2.84 billion are the uh, Cincinnati Bengals uh, trailing the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars and the Detroit Lions. So that's nice company to keep. And that's not even bad. I mean, you're still in the billions. Yeah. 
I mean, what? the bad is good. <laughs> bad sometimes can be good. And remember, and my bad is cowboy. Thank you. Yeah, my, hey, you're right. Thank you, you're definitely Jerry. right, Jerry. Viva Mexico. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so there's that. Uh, also, uh, Jerry Jones made uh, some news uh, recently. He talked about Zeke Elliott, uh, a guy who – Albert Breer pointed this out last week, and I, it didn't even occur to me. Zeke Elliott's entering his seventh year. Yeah, man. Like I, I just I, you'd think 2016, and it seems like it was just yesterday that they were in that playoff game against the Packers and they lost. And then you think, my God, he's almost 30 years old at this point. So, and he, and he talked about he's on the the back nine of his career. He's on the downside of his career. But uh, Jerry Jones is uh, optimistic uh, for Zeke Elliott this upcoming season. We got to have Tony Pollard out there. No, seriously, Zeke's got to be our feature, and he is our feature. Uh, and if we can feature him in a lot of different ways. We all recognize what he does in the passing game because of his protection ability. Don't ever underestimate that, especially with Zeke. Uh, Zeke takes some toll when he's out there as a back blocking. So it's critical that we make Zeke, because he's capable of being that, really the focus of what we're doing. Now then, Pollard, there's plenty of room for Pollard. There's plenty of room for Pollard when Zeke's in there. Uh, Pollard needs to get the ball. Man, uh, Mike McCarthy would feel a hell of a lot better about his situation there if Jerry Jones. If he could just him. coach his team, or that, or if he, if Jerry, if, if Jerry, how about that? Let's start there. If yeah, he if, could just coach his team, he or, might be all right. Or if Jerry Jones actually uh, backed him like he backs his players who have underperformed. I mean, that would be nice. I mean, uh, if Mike McCarthy oh, could get wow. a little bit of that. I'm just I saying. want me some glory hope. I mean, at what, yeah. po- wow. at what point are That's we? Are we? I mean, at what point are we? <laughs> By the way, what is that even in context? Do we know what that's even in context or reference to when Jerry Jones says, I want me some glory hole? No, but Roberto loves to play it all (laughs) the time. It's so random. I want me some glory hole. Why would he? Why would he ever say that? It almost doesn't even sound like Jerry Jones. Is that even Jerry Jones? Let's hear it again. I want me some glory hole. Oh, that's him. It kind of sounds like uh, the new coach at LSU. <laughs> Brian Kelly? <laughs> yeah, you know, he's trying to, uh, <laughs> trying to appeal to the younger audience. Yeah, you know, yeah, to, to his sense. new demographic. Um, oh, I man. mean, so, so Zeke's time as the feature back to where they can just depend on him, that that's a wrap on that, correct? I mean, we're, we're, we're moving on past this. Well, um, apparently not. Okay, I mean... I, I don't know. At some point, I just wonder if anybody actually takes what Jerry Jones has to say seriously there. Uh, I could tell you one person that should. Who's that? Mike McCarthy. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, so at the end of the day, who else needs to take it seriously? Mike McCarthy needs to take what he – in fact, I would – okay, that's what Coach McCarthy wants. That's what he's going to get. If that's what you want me to feature, Zeke, and we got to get Tony Pollard the ball, that's what we're going to do. And and he would be wise to do so. I just wonder, is that is is that a good enough excuse for a coach, a good enough reason? I mean, listen, if Bill Parcells finds himself having the same conversations about Jerry Jones, then anybody else can get away with the, the credibility of it is established because to make Bill Parcells feel that way, like, ah, oh, yeah, listen, you want me to win? 
then you let me go into the grocery store. You let me want you want me to cook. I guess let me get the groceries like like part. Bill did not like the way that he was being micromanaged when he was coaching there. So you'd have to assume there are far, far lesser personalities in terms of dominant personalities, alpha male personalities that have come through those doors like a Jason Garrett maybe Mike McCarthy isn't the the you know he's 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 kind of got a strong personality but he doesn't come across as like an alpha male type of guy that's going to be like hey Jerry like relax I got this type of guy so I mean I just wonder is that is do I mean is it really Jerry Jones holding this team back well, by the way, the Bill Parcells stuff, too. You remember Jerry Jones never really got heat for that relationship falling apart because everyone just assumed, oh, it's Bill Parcells. He goes somewhere and then he leaves like he did with the Giants and like he did with the Patriots. So this is clearly a, a Bill Parcells issue. And now you look back on it and you go, no, man, he was trying to let everybody know, just like Jimmy Johnson was years ago. It, it, there's 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 not this cohesion that you have from owner to coach. It, for some reason, Jerry Jones butts heads with these guys all the time. See, like that just seems to be what what he's all about. Uh, by the way, Lead the Lab does have uh, some important information for oh, us. Oh, Lee, what do we got? This is uh, this is really really uh, huge when it comes to uh, pre- preparing the for the uh, drops. Yeah, the yeah. twenty twenty two season for the Dallas Cowboys. So, Lee, what have you uncovered uh, doing your uh, copious research here? It was almost twenty years ago today. Speaking at an annual press conference, that Jones had that uh, that glory hole quote. I, I think it was it. Uh, it was ten years. Ten years ago. It was ten years ago. Wait, wait, wait. Was wait, it ten or twenty years ago? Ten. That's a big difference. Oh, that Brady, is a big difference. Brady, just leave it alone. It's ten. Okay. All right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. A lot happened between 2002 and 2012. So, sorry, I was uh, rushing to my seat here. Okay. I want me some glory hole. <laughs> So what's the context of it? Why, why did he say this? He was talking about the glory hole days of the Super Bowl winning Cowboys when talking about Tony Romo and Jason Witten trying to get them some glory hole. Yeah. So he uh, <laughs> so did Jerry Jones. Did he was he meaning to say glory days? Days. He and might he have said, meant glory days. And he uh, he slipped up and said glory hole days and uh, just continued to roll through with it and pretend like that's what he meant. <laughs> okay. I want me some glory hope. <laughs> I mean, Viva Mexico. Yeah, there it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of glory hole. So, <laughs> so, by the way, do you see Jerry Jones at training camp yesterday was autographing a baby? Somebody I mean, like on, on the forehead? No, I, I don't even I don't even know where he was. That I just been amazing. It was a little yeah. uncomfortable, well, but yeah, he was yeah, autographing. Probably, a baby. probably has already happened. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm sure he's no, no, okay. Never no, mind. The face of Big Noon kickoff, everybody. There he is. Brady what? Man. He's just a uh, class act through and through. Uh, this is Falls. Uh, Saturdays uh, this fall, you can see him prime time coming to a packed house near you. Why do you put that on me? And by the way, do you know, uh, are, are you guys going to be going on the road every single week? Are you going to be doing some studio shows? Do you know your uh, your schedule? What's the plan there? Every single week. I can't uh, I can't give you our exact destinations yet. I, I was able to get a sneak peek of the presentation, so I, I know what will be. But um, every single week we'll be on the road, so it's a pretty exciting time, yeah. All right. Pretty exciting, man. Brand and and, and we kick wrong. off. 
with uh, with Big Brothers uh, Penn State Nittany Lions. Yeah, yeah. Thursday night, baby. Yeah. Nice. Hot, uh, they're going to throw hot dogs with coins in them, like you talked about. I hope they still week. don't throw them at me. I mean, we bit, beat the ever-living crap out of them last time I was there, so I, I don't I don't think they're going to throw – well, they might. I don't know. Yeah. They had some nasty – those engineering students there, Purdue, but nasty. Yeah. Nasty little people. Big old drum. Boom. Boom. That's that huge drum. And they've got – this is actually low-key, and I don't know if – LeVar, you played there, right? Yes. Do you remember – they have the worst visitor's locker room in in the entire Big Ten. I do remember it. It's tiny. It is tiny for a reason, too. But it's the worst of any any that you'll, you'll find in the Big Ten. Hmm. Huh. Well, listen, uh, at least you won't have to stay there. Uh, you'll be there uh, and uh, for everybody to watch and view. And we got to get like, do we need some people to stand behind? Are you guys going to have like a pack crowd behind you that would get on camera? Like, I wonder if we could get somebody to, to put up uh, signs that are references to this show on Big Noon Kickoff. Oh, I like, bet we could. Yeah, I bet be we could. We should pay Lee to fly out. Just have Lee go, like not for any other reason other than just to hold a sign. You imagine Brady's talking on Big Noon Kickoff and some and Lee's some, back there, some a holes holding up a sign that says, "What about me, Pac Man?" Uh, <laughs> that would be the best. I literally, great. I might make signs and give them to people, yes. just to the crowd, Why just just to, <laughs> hashtag Pac-Man? hashtag two P C O J. Yeah, that yeah. would be fun. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Right now, we turn it over to John Paul Morosi, Fox Sports Radio, MLB Insider, MLB Network. It's been too long. JP, what's happening? I am doing great, guys. This is basically Christmas Day for me. Okay, we've got the trade (laughs) deadline, 6 p.m. Eastern time today. We've got all kinds of action around Major League Baseball 1. Soto was on the block. I've already had my first cup of coffee. I'm feeling great. All right, so what nice. is the latest on Juan Soto? How likely is a deal, that a deal gets done today, and who are the most likely candidates? Sure. I, I do think we're still at about a 70% chance of a trade, which is remarkable when you consider one of the very best players we have seen in the game in years. And my favorite stat on Juan Soto was that he is so young and so great that 12 players in the Futures game are older than him. Okay, so 12 players in the All-Star Futures game, the stars of tomorrow, are older than 23-year-old Juan Soto. And so that's why teams like the Padres, the Dodgers, the Cardinals are all involved heavily. I I do believe those are the three teams right now. I've heard different ideas. Maybe the Jays had asked. Maybe the Giants had been involved. But I really think right now the show is among the Dodgers um, and the Padres and the Cardinals. The Dodgers still while maybe we haven't talked about them as much 
as the Padres and Cardinals in connection with Soto. Remember this. The Dodgers have the best farm system in the game, and if they really, really want him, they'll get him. JP, I want to ask you about Shohei Otani because I know the Angels have reportedly listened to offers for him. At any chance he gets moved uh, before the deadline, or is this something maybe for the offseason? Brady, it's a great question. I think it's more the offseason because the the Angels did listen on him, and they did, and that I think was more driven by the front office as opposed to ownership. Ownership, from what I can gather – is and has been very opposed to the idea of trading arguably the most marketable player in the sport. Uh, I think for them, they look at Otani and see so much of their their marketing, their advertising, sponsorships. He is a global sports icon. And in that vein, it is really hard to trade him, um, even though there's only a year and a half left on his deal, even though there's been no evident progress on a contract extension. He's too important to what they do as an organization. And so as a result, I think they, they will keep him at least through the year. Maybe they'll revisit it during the offseason. But I, I think, Brady, this is not the last that we're hearing of a Shohei Otani trade possibility because I, I think, candidly, he's got to be frustrated with the direction of the team. They were supposed to compete. They had a good first six weeks of the season, and then they collapsed. And so from my perspective, the Angels have uh, a lot of work to do to convince Otani um, that, he, that that's the right place to be long-term, and I, frankly, don't think they're going to be able to do that. The, the buddy, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on his name right now, JP, that turned down the, the big, big major contract in Washington. Yeah, Soto. Uh, yeah, Soto. Okay, so yeah. we're okay. You do, we just talked about. It. I, I'm just, I'm curious for for as good as as the Nats have been for as long as they were so good for him. We see this happen so many times. Uh, a franchise, an organization, could actually fall so far in terms of how competitive they are that players would actually turn down that amount of money can you talk to me a little because i don't i don't see that type of fall take place in in like say in football right like if an organization is generally good then they're generally good they might have down years like we're seeing the giants they're having a down time but i don't know that they will stay there because you look at how well they're ran and the people who are you know owning the franchise itself how does that work in baseball? How do, how do they go from being such a a model a model franchise to where they're to the point now where a guy like Soto doesn't even want to sign uh, the the largest contract ever in the history of the game? No, Lavar, it's a great question, and I, I, a couple things with Soto. They the, the Nationals have made him this incredible offer. Uh, and I don't think they're really going to go any higher than that. Soto, to me, has a great amount of interest in just being able to hit free agency and make a record sum of money there and set the new market. Remember, his agent is Scott Boris. And Boris always loves taking his superstar clients to market because it sort of brings up the overall uh, price points for the whole sport. And I think Scott looks at this, and, and I'm sure he's advised – one, about just how young he is 
and how talented he is, and that when he gets on the open market and is available to be bid on by all 30 teams, he's going to be able to um, hit numbers and levels that we have never seen before in the sport. And so I think that that idea is really appealing, certainly to his agent, but also to Juan Soto himself. I also think from the Nationals' perspective, why they're more comfortable with the notion of trading him, at least relative to, let's say, the Angels with Otani, is that they've already won the World Series with him. They did that three years ago. And so they've already checked that box. They've already entered a rebuild. Uh, They've traded Scherzer. They've traded Trey Turner. They've clearly turned the page. And I I think with Mike Rizzo as the GM, he has that cachet and, and sort of the gravitas in the industry where he's been able to make trades like this before and build it back up. So that's a normal part of his roster management. The other part is the team's up for sale. And I'm right, a firm sure. believer that the, the, the acquiring new owners do not want to have this big, grandiose press conference, and then the next day say, oh, by the way, my first move as owner is going to be to trade Juan Soto. So that, that I think they, they want to avoid that, and I, I'm sure that there's some level of communication with the prospective ownership groups. Many of them would probably say, yeah, we'd love for you to take the PR hit on this before we buy the team. Sure. Uh, John Palmarosi joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, our MLB insider. You can also see him on MLB Network. Get him on Twitter, at John Morosi. JP, why did the Brewers trade Josh Hader if they're sitting in first place in the Central? You know, that's another great question, because you look at Jonas, the, the way that Major League Baseball works, and then this is the reality um, of a non-cap Sport. And I think to, to LeVar's point, that was maybe the one other thing I didn't mention um, about the Soto uh, equation is there's no cap in baseball. And so there is that, there is that temptation on the, on the part of the superstar players to, to set these new levels in uncharted waters because we have no upper boundary in this sport as to what the, the top is. We, we don't know what that number is because it doesn't exist. And I think on the, on the same token – the, the Brewers are one of the two smallest markets in the sport. I think it's Milwaukee, Cincinnati, in some order, are 29 and 30. And so they have to, unfortunately for them, sort of operate on a different script than a lot of the rest of the league because, as David Stern said in his press release yesterday, the GM of the, of the, of the, of the, the Brewers, that they have to make moves that constantly replenish their supply of young players. That way they don't have this boom and bust cycle where they have to have these dramatic rebuilds. They want to be sustainable, and that often involves, unfortunately, for fans in Milwaukee and Cleveland, which has done this before, sort of peeling off key players at different times and just trading them for a set of players that are a little bit younger, a little bit less expensive, and that's the way that they have a sustainable path. It doesn't. I know it doesn't sound great, and that sort of just sounds uh, like a little bit of corporate speak, but that's just the reality of how they have to operate. There's only a handful of teams really that, that do it like this frequently. Even Cleveland, in years gone by, they've, they've still made the playoffs, even in years in which they've traded Mike Clevenger, uh, made moves like that. They, they traded Corey Kluber and still had a really good season. That, that's kind of the way that a handful of these teams work. David Stearns is one of the best GMs in the game, and while Brewer fans may be upset today, when I looked at that deal yesterday, I felt like they made a, a pretty good trade that will allow them to, to likely still make the playoffs this year and hopefully from their standpoint avoid a real sharp downturn afterward. 
JP, last one for me, but you know, what, one of the teams that probably falls outside of that group of teams you're talking about that how they go about managing uh, their roster is, is the New York Yankees. And, and Joey Gallo, just, it doesn't seem like it's worked out there uh, since he got acquired last trade deadline. Is he a potential to be to be moved on from since he's what a free agent, I, I believe, after this season? Yes, Brady. I think he will be traded today. Uh, it, you're right. It just has not worked out with Gallo and the Yankees. I think he's put a lot of pressure on himself, um, and it just hasn't worked. Uh, and you could tell his teammates really have, have been there to support him and, and try to get him through this tough time because you're there in New York and you're just feeling the pressure of the world. You're not having success. You're hearing boos. And his teammates, Anthony Rizzo and others, have been really, really supportive of him. And, and the, the struggles have continued for Joey Gallo. I think a change of scenery will, will be really good for him, just a bit of a reboot, refresh, and hopefully his at-bats start to look a lot more like they did in, in Texas. I mean, there, there was certainly a chance at that point in time that he could have signed a long-term extension. Then when you don't and you get traded and you struggle, I, I think sometimes, and it's only natural, you, you kind of start to see dollar signs and wonder, oh, my gosh, what did I turn down? What was I thinking? And I think that's kind of where he spiraled a bit. So um, I know he's a he's a really well liked guy in that clubhouse in New York. And I think that when he's traded, probably today, um, I think a lot of his teammates will offer some really kind words and just and hope that he has a better future somewhere else. And I think that that's you'll see that from his teammates. They really do like him a lot. He's just struggled mightily, and and he's the, I think a classic change of scenery case. And and the the positive side is other teams like them. They're willing to buy low and, and give them an opportunity. So I would say to stay tuned today because I think a Joey Gallo trade is one of many things that we'll be watching here uh, coming up. Uh, John Pomerosi, we know you got to go. You got TV to do. It's a busy day for you. You can follow him on Twitter at John Morosi. He's got wall-to-wall coverage of the trade deadline and all the moves that we can expect. Uh, JP, let's do it again soon. Thanks, JP. Sounds great. I, I'm, I'm going to call back at some point. I'm going to. I want to have all my questions answered about about the Notre Dame Ohio State game. That's that, that's like on my. As soon as I get through this day, I'm going to focus on that game. Okay. Big time. Okay. Big time. Love it, guys. And I'm the guy to go to for all that stuff. So you can just direct me. <laughs> and I'll, I'll take care of that, JP. All uh, the best, guys. I really love the conversation. Thank uh, you. Fox Sports right, Radio, boss. MLB Insider, also uh, MLB Network, and uh, it's going to be a uh, a fun time there. So feel like uh i mean feel like my questions were the best but um you know again not not here to uh you know mine certainly and... were, were average my my well, we, my one we, we ended up we ended up tying tying in the game yeah. so yeah which is funny because yeah. we haven't done that game in a while but as soon as we started uh as soon as we started asking questions it came right back like <laughs> yeah it's yeah. I, I wish people knew. I, I, I wish I could have redeemed we, myself. We've talked about this before. I had a goat one. I had a goat we, one in the chamber. Can we just, was, we just be know. honest with everybody here? Yeah. We're like a bunch of 12-year-olds, okay, who compete <laughs> over the dumbest stuff. <laughs> we we try to compete for good or great question from JP. Because usually he'll start off by saying, hey, great question, good question. And so we, we keep track. We keep points of that. And Jonas got an O for uh, like I did on my second one. I thought the Gallo one was a good question, but oh, not. Man. Uh, if you're if you're really paying close attention, you can actually hear 
Jonas's sound effects of disappointment. <laughs> can you hear that? Oh, you can hear it. I, I, oh, forgot, hear to, it. Uh, I forgot to turn my uh, my mic off. I apologize. It's all right. It's, yeah, when, he, <laughs> when he hit Q with great question, you heard boom, boom. Yeah, yeah you kind of, you pushed, I could tell you pushed you away so from him. You got so mad. Yeah. Well, the oh, other thing was, is I think Jonas thought we weren't going to acknowledge it, LeVar. And then as soon as he got nothing after the first question, I was like, oh. See, here's the problem. It's not just that Brady wants to point it out. He wants to point it out multiple different ways. So we have a yeah. group chain he's got to text it on, and then he's got to do it individually to me, just in case I didn't see on the group chain him rubbing it in that he got a great question. Then he's got to send it to me directly. Like, that's, that's how right. this works. That's so. right. I make sure Jonas knows that we didn't get any points in that first question. It's cruel. It's not very fun. <laughs> I'm not a great interviewer. Hey, but you're, you're built for this. Yeah, so. that's right. And keep drinking the water, man. I'm telling you, man. Water gets you through these time slots. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.